How y'all feeling? Oh, man. It is so good to see you guys in the flesh. Um, if you're in the back, come up if you can. Just fill in these little seats here, okay? We with family. We don't, I don't want you sitting by yourself. That's the problem, okay? I don't want you sitting by yourself. Make sure you're with some family members. If you got a seat next to you, invite them over. Say, hey, I got one for you, bro. Okay, good. Um, man, I am... Uh, I'm so excited because I started this morning meetup for a very, very selfish reason. I wanted to wake up earlier. <laughs> yeah, I was getting up. I mean, as an entrepreneur, I, my, my whole goal was to wake up when I woke up. You know what I mean? Like, instead of, like, waking up when an alarm clock wakes me up, my whole goal, I was like, man, I'm going to be an entrepreneur. I'm just going to wake up when I get up. But um, I realized that that goal had some problems to it. It made me lazy. Yo, look at all the things that we accomplished. How many people got, how many of y'all get up at 6.30 or earlier? Look at all the stuff that you accomplished from 6.30 to 11, the time that I wake up, and I thought that was cool. And I was wondering why I was stuck. I was just stuck as I just couldn't, I just couldn't get over the hump. It was just, it was something about something that won't let me grow. Anybody can, like, you can't put your finger on what it is, but it's something. And um, I just realized as I was working, I get up at 11, I probably get out the house by 12, 12.30, because I'm kind of just dragging, but half the day is gone by the time I get started. And then I say stuff like, there's just not enough hours in the... There was plenty of hours. It was just how I was utilizing them. So all of you guys that get up and you start, okay, some people get up early and then um, let's say before the morning meetup, you get up, or even now, you get up, you listen to music, you listen to music on your way to work. By the time nine o'clock hits, you've listened to music or talk radio, and then all of the people at your job, which you're not excited about, it's not uplifting, it's not positive, it's not motivational. And then you're at work all day till about 5 o'clock listening to other people complain. And then you, you complain because if your coworkers are complaining, you're not about to be positive and motivational to them because you're all in the same situation. They complain, you complain about the same manager. Am I right? That's the whole conversation. I'm like, yo, what is it that won't let me grow? Now, I wasn't in the, I wasn't in the space where I had a job and I was complaining to my coworkers, but I would just wake up and hear all the stuff that's going on on Shade Room. And everything that came into my head and everything that came into my life says I won't get to that next level. So I stopped that and I started listening to podcasts and things of that nature. But I, I wanted some fresh information because once you listen to all the good stuff, all your favorite people, I've listened to everything Jim Rohn has had to say. I've listened to all T.D. Jakes. And it's all really, really good stuff. All really, really good stuff. But I needed some fresh information. And me getting the information was cool, but now I was like, man, what if I can experience, experience this information and then talk about this information with other people? The first, the first year that we started the book club was last year. We read, what, 15 books, 14 books, something like that, 14 books. Before then, I, had ne I probably read two books cover to cover my entire life before that. And then... We go from that to reading 14 books together. I can join the conversations about books now. I'd have never done it by myself. 
one of the major things that really, really helped me grow as an entrepreneur was community. That's it. I, I, was, I was on my Facebook the other day, and you know how they'll show, they'll show you the memories. And one of the memories came up of one of the workshops that I used to do. I've been doing workshops since like four, 2014, 2013, where I'm like, yo, if I could just get some people together and we can just learn together, oh, I'll leave motivated. I'll leave inspired, and I'll leave held accountable. So this is, this is the, the importance of this morning meetup. It's not me, it's not the speakers. It's the fact that you all have a community of people that you can grow with. Anybody made any powerful connections in the morning meetup? Make some noise. Good, 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 good. So there are friends for life. Absolutely. I've been, I've, I've been thinking, I've been trying to like decode success lately. And trying to think of all the stuff that happened in my life that helped me kind of accomplish some things. And I'm looking at all of my friends and, you know, the things that they're accomplishing and my mentors and what they're accomplishing. And I'm looking at it all. And then I'm looking at people who, um, who ask for advice and all the things that they're not accomplishing. And I'm trying to decode it all. Like, what, what's the thing that gets someone to the next level? Y'all ask that question? What have you come up with? Say it again. Execution. Action, consistency, mindset, blueprint, accountability, imagination, relationships, for sure. Have you made the list? Have you made the list? We should make the list. So that when we put it on paper, we can see. And then it becomes a mirror. If these are the things that we believe to attribute to success, where am I lacking? Take a minute. Let's make a list. Let's just make a little list. Grab your phone, notebook. Let's just make a little list of all the things that contribute to success to your understanding. Because I believe that it's not that we don't know. I think we know. I think we know what it takes to be successful, but for our own lives, we haven't looking at the list to fall where we fall short on the things that we already know to be true about success. What's up, family? This episode is sponsored by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you know you're getting the real deal. Whether you're looking for a head-turning handbag or a watch that says it all. I mean, jewelry that makes you look like the gym or sneakers and streetwear that make every step feel fly. I remember wanting the two tone Rolex. It was beautiful. Jubilee band. I remember seeing it on TV. I remember seeing it on successful people. And what made me fall in love with it was the style, the swagger, the elegance of the person wearing it. Not even the watch. It was the vibe of the person wearing it. And I remember when I first got it, the feeling was incredible. I felt accomplished. These days, to know for sure you're getting the real deal, you got to go straight to eBay. When searching, just look for the blue check mark. It will say authenticity guarantee. That means when you buy it, you can be confident that it's authenticated by real experts. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal by visiting ebay.com for terms. That's ebay.com. Let's make a list. Maybe 10. Let's go to 10 things that you believe that would attribute to success. 
Because it's not that we don't know. We know. How many people have more than five already? It's taking a while, huh? So we have our list of 10 things that we consider to be like the, the formula to success, our own success. Now I want you to look at the list of things you believe to be true. And I want you to circle the three that you struggle with the most. Circle three that you struggle with the most. out of the things that you know to be true about success. Three that you struggle with the most. What's up, y'all? See you. Good to see you. What do we circle? Consistency. Whoa, all of y'all? Wow. You're number one, consistency. Isn't that interesting? And it's interesting that today, I'm really excited, and Brent uh, stole my thunder, that we, uh, it's okay, just uh, clap like she didn't, she didn't say it, okay? That we are celebrating our 300th episode. Yeah! That was good, that was good, that was good. 300 episodes. And I struggle with consistency, and I remember the moment, for one, I still to this day struggle with consistency. There's one area of my life that I am consistent, though. So, in general, I'm an inconsistent person. But this one area, I'm consistent in, podcasting. It was just I made a decision. I don't even know if anybody here was on that call years ago where I was like, yo, I'm sick of being inconsistent. If I don't drop a podcast episode every single Monday, I'm going to come on here and give away $500 every Monday. I don't drop it. I remember the day. Because before that, I met someone who was consistently dropping their podcast. And they noticed that I was inconsistent. And it changed. Something, something changed. Me seeing someone that was consistent in that space, noticing that I'm inconsistent. And I took it personally. I didn't like that. It wasn't a good feeling of someone knowing that I'm inconsistent. And someone calls me inconsistent, and I feel like they're calling me all kind of other names too. Okay, y'all ever have a disagreement, right? You say something to Nella, and she said, oh, so what you're saying is something totally different. And you're like, no, I didn't, I didn't say that. How you get that from that? <laughs> oh, so you calling me fat. No, I didn't. Where I, how I call you fat? No, I'm just saying, you could, we should work out together. Oh, so you want to work out, so, and I work out with you. What's wrong with you? You fat, too? You're like, I, don't, I just want to work out with you, man. Like, I'm going through trauma. You know what I mean? <laughs> How you get that from that? But I got that from that. He said, the guy said, his name's Troy. He says, oh, man, I like your podcast. You're just inconsistent. And I took it as, oh, you'll never be successful. Your podcast will never grow like ours. 
You probably have inconsistencies in other areas of your life, don't you, Dave? This is what I heard as he says casually, I like your show, it's just inconsistent. It changed for me. So here's the thing. The good news is you guys don't have to turn into consistent people after this. You just got to decide what you're going to be consistent in and keep doing that. The podcast only grows because it's consistent. Who was I talking to? Yes. Podcast, 18 episodes, right? Just finished first season. She just finished her first season of the podcast, 18 episodes. And she said, which it gave me, uh, my, my radar goes off. She said, oh, episode, uh, season two is going to be amazing. Season two is going to be amazing, which means, hold on, hold on. No, 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 no. Hold on. We, we didn't stop, did we? No, 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 no. We're not in season two right after we ended season one. No, no. Oh. Inconsistent. We don't need that. We don't, like, what, what was the strategy behind the break? The best way, okay, so to learn from season one and be better season two, but the most you've ever learned about podcasting was probably in season one, not before, which means on this little break, you're not going to learn a bunch not doing it. It's an excuse. It's a reason for us to be inconsistent. I'm just saying, it's, it's, it's not, yo, everybody, I didn't, I didn't even mean to stay on this topic this long, but it was a resounding inconsistency. <laughs> Golly. But the things you care about, you're consistent in. I know it. You're not inconsistently feeding your children. <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> We're going to leave it alone. He was, like, he was like, well, like. We've got to find the thing that we are going to be consistent in. 